Hello, everybody. Ella J here on behalf of WrestleZone. And today I am joined by the Appalachian Queen, Judy Ray. Judy, how are you today? I am fantastic. So happy to be here. Yes, I am so happy to be chatting with you today. Obviously, we have an exciting event coming up later this month. It's an all-women's show entitled Revolution Rising to Queens of the Midwest in collaboration with NWF and, of course, PGWA. Of course, you have a huge title match ahead of you as you challenge Savannah Sweet for the vacant PWGA Women's Championship. So kind of starting off, what are your thoughts heading into this match and what do you think fans can expect from you two? Um, well, I have met Savannah Sweet at the OVW Women's Nightmare Rumble and uh, we didn't really... I didn't really get a chance to, like, know her inside the ring. Of course, I know her in passing, but I never really got the chance to, like, feel her out or anything. So this match, I guess you could find us to be, like, trying trying to figure each other out, very competitive, um, because there's no there's no history between us. And um, so I, I guess you could say this would be, like, a, a competitive, like, a counter-for-counter counter type match where, you know, we're really trying to scout each other out and find a, something we can capitalize off of to to secure the win. Yeah, and obviously you're a huge figure within the Midwest scene. You were formerly the Queen of Kentucky. We'll get to that in a bit. But, you know, other than yourself, you know, Queen, it's not technically like a tournament, but it is a lot of people that are really relevant within the Midwest. So other than yourself, who do you think would maybe fit the title of being called the Queen of the Midwest? Um, To fit the title, it, like entirely, I would say Billy Stark, because she's from the Louisville area, and she wrestles all within the Midwest and the East Coast and all that. So where she's like predominantly from the Louisville area, which starts the Midwest part of Kentucky. Yeah. Um, I would say, yeah, she's the queen of the Midwest. She's dang on done, done it all. So yeah, it, it's ironic today. She's uh, at the time of recording this today, she's competing for the queen of the Indies. So she's representing the Midwest in the queen of the Indies today. So I absolutely have to agree with that. She's been absolutely everywhere and especially within the Midwest scene. And, but for this event specifically, obviously we've got a stacked lineup of names, Kylan King, Allison Kay, Marty Bell, Kayla Cassidy, so on and so forth. So for you specifically, who else, who else are you kind of excited to see in action at the event? Um, Definitely Kylan King, because she was one of my first few matches when I wrestled her at Imperial Pro Wrestling. And uh, I wrestled her against Dream Girl Ellie. And then, um, let's see, Marty Bell, she's on there, and Allison Kay. I've never met them before. So I, I see them all the time. I see their matches. I've just never seen them in, in action live, so I'd like to see that. Um, Kayla Cassidy, I've, like, talked back and forth with her over, over social media. So, you know, maybe there's a match there in the future. Um, and all the girls from uh, NWF, I love seeing them, and I love seeing them grow. So I'd love to see, you know, what – see the best of them and this – historic event so and you and you have the opportunity to capture a title another title as well so i mean yeah we'll see what happens obviously it was duty 
It, it was vacated Bell by Casey Judy. Fox, but this presents the opportunity to be two belts Judy, as you said. And, you know, this is obviously an all-women show as well. I know one of your, a lot of the people who you look up to involves Jillian Hall. I know it's obviously one as she trained you. But can you tell me some more of the women who maybe have served as a mentor to you or have, who have helped you in the wrestling space in some way? Jillian Hall, definitely my wrestling sister. Uh, Maria James, she helped guide me into OVW and, you know, uh, when I was there, like, you know, kind of taking me under her wing a little bit. Um, I got to do um, a show with Victoria. Yes. Um, she uh, gave me her widow's peak because at the end of the match, she was supposed to do, like, um, hang on, I'm trying to think of the name, Ella, the girl with the doll. Cream Queen Ella, yep. She, yes. So she had cheated in the match, and Victoria came out and reversed the told him you know she was cheating and um i got another opportunity to get the win and you know she raised my hand and we had a great time and then she gave me the widow's peak and i thought that was like the coolest thing ever i was like man i'm really on cloud nine right now i have a picture of us and when i have a before and after picture where she's holding my hand and where i'm on the ground where uh she gave me the widow's peak that was cool um i've taken a seminar from melina I thought that was very, very cool. Um, I've got to turn my brightness up. I can't see myself. Um, trying to think. There's so many influential women out here. I, I just... know. <laughs> I'm curious. Right. Melina obviously is been in about two decades now almost. What were some of the things that you learned from that seminar with her? Um, I definitely learned, like, she's very passionate about the storytelling and talking about, like, um, making a moment, making history and stuff. That really spoke to me when I took, um, her seminar. She's very, um, she very, she focuses very much on moments, making moments happen, making reactions and, um, displaying, like, real emotion. Um, I also got to wrestle Angelina Love, and she was another person that, like, I got to learn a lot from. Um, you know, she took very good care of me in the ring and, uh, very professional, very, um, you know, taught me, like, you don't have to, you know, you can, you can still do things that you want to do and make a fantastic moment without killing yourself. <laughs> like, um, I learned so much from all these respective veterans and I'm so grateful that I get the opportunity to do so. Yeah. And, and, and even this weekend, I mean, I mean, Allison K Marty Bell are, they've been in the ring for 10 years now. So it's kind of another opportunity to kind of be at the same event as those people, but you kind of talking about learning, you recently said in an interview that you've been really focused on fine tuning your craft, you know, we'll talk more about the character aspect and what you've done over the last year in a minute, but can you tell us um, more about some of the other ways that you've been honing your craft as it pertains to wrestling? Um, so I, I've taken different approaches, um, as of the past few months, like, um, I've, everybody notices on my page, like I've been going to the gym, getting into different types of lifting and working out, like increasing my cardio, building up my muscle more. And then, um, I train with different people throughout the week. I've been tra- 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 uh, switching up my training as far as wrestling. And then I recently just got an acting coach to help me with my promos and my character. Um, I pay like $25 an hour to sit down with my acting coach once a week. Um, 
and uh, help evolve. Yeah, so I've just taken like an acting approach, a fitness approach, a wrestling approach. I'm just trying to tie it all together to like bring Judy Ray as a product that is a brand that a major company would want to sign. Yeah. I feel like and I feel like that's a different way to do it because everybody's just using the wrestling approach. Everybody's just using the yeah. social media approach. Everybody's just using the modeling approach. Who uses the acting and the and the fitness and like taking a bit from everything? Yeah. Like I feel like that's a different way to get over. Yeah, and I mean that's an interesting, you know, some people come from the acting or theater background, so some people already have it, but you're making an active and conscious effort to kind of further hone your craft I'm curious what has been one tip or like piece of advice this acting coach has given you that's been really helpful to you so far Ooh, I have a whole journal and all my promos I write down after I shoot my like I write down my promos and what I'm going to say and my facial expressions and to give myself more of an actor's because I used to do musical theater and competitive theater so I have an acting background I don't know why it didn't help me come back to help me because I'm used to be told being told this is what you do this is how you do it yeah and you're to act this way dress this way so I figured if I step back into it that might be able to help elevate me in a different way so I was like let me go back to where the scripts were where in acting where there was a script I write out my script and act it out as if I was doing theater and it's helped me so much more with my promos. I don't know if you've seen my recent promos, but those are all ones that I've produced with my acting coach. And with each promo, you notice something else, something else is coming up, something else is coming up. So what was the original question? Because I completely forgot. A great piece of advice that yeah. she's given me yeah. is to, um, and the scene starts in your mind. The entire, everything you're about to deliver the scene, the setting, what you're going to say, what you're doing. You have to think, what was your past self doing in order to talk about your present self to tell everybody what your future self is going to do? You have to have the past, present, and future, and you have to set it all in your mind before you speak. Well, speaking of your past self, like I said, you've undergone some changes over the last year as it pertains to your ring name, your moniker, and your overall look, which, by the way, I wore red just for you today, since you were frequently wear red on top, at least. So, uh, exactly. So can you kind of tell us what prompted these changes kind of across the board for you? You've kind of changed everything. So... Everybody knows I started out as the queen of Kentucky, as a happy Kentucky girl, smiling, um, waving, just so happy to be here. And then that just kind of, I was like, where am I really going with this? Colby and I had split up. So I was like, okay, I've got to find something for me because I don't know. I just wasn't feeling the queen of Kentucky. I mean, I would feel the queen of Kentucky right now because I'm the Appalachian queen right now, but that just wasn't a time in my life where that wasn't happening. And then I was like, what about my Native American heritage? I'm a Blackfoot sister from the uh, Canada, the tribe from Canada. And I was like, what if I do like something involving my heritage? And uh, I was getting into that and the, the face paint and the, the fancy dances and stuff. And I just started getting a bunch of whole, hateful messages, like, 
I'm a white girl and I don't need to be doing stuff and making fun of people's culture. Uh, nobody put it online, but I was receiving messages from all these native influencers. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, you know, I guess I'll wrap this up, but I'm still a proud native to represent. Um, and then I came upon the Gator Girl because that originally I have I have like an obsession with turtles, and someone was like, you know what would be badass is if you instead of doing the Turtle Girl, you were the Gator Girl. I was like, you know what? Let's give this a run. And I gave it a run, and it was not getting over. Nobody, it just wasn't. It, I mean, it's a cool gimmick, but it's not for someone who's from the mountains. You know, Fair. that's for someone who lives down in Louisiana, Louisiana. or Florida. Yeah, yeah. Or Australia, some, somewhere where there's gators and crocs. And then um, my good friend Casey King, the original Appalachian Dream, had retired the moniker and became squeaky clean Casey King. He's retired now, but but if there wasn't a Casey King, there wouldn't be a Judy Ray in a sense because he did. He's one of those people that helped guide me from my area. Um. But, so I came up on the Appalachian dream. I'm like, I I can actually kind of run with this because I come from a blue collar family, a union working family. Um, We work paycheck to paycheck. We're a bunch of rednecks that live out the back roads and we live in Appalachia. I was like, this could actually work. So I started the the character wearing overalls and a plaid shirt because I was like, this is supposed to represent the working people. Yeah. My dad wore overalls. He was a... um, Ripped to my dad. He passed away a couple months ago. Um, but he wore overalls and steel-toed boots, and he was a crew driver, uh, a transport driver on the railroad. So I was like, you know, I'm going to give it give it up for my dad with these overalls. And then the overalls turned into Daisy Dukes when I lost more weight. So I was like, okay, I'm starting to get comfortable in my body. I want to show more skin. So I put on, like, the Daisy Dukes and the red top. And then... The fishing cap, Papo, I was always yeah. fishing. I wear my fishing cap backwards. And then I just started getting more patriotic with America because that's the most redneck thing anybody could do is just be like, America, with the stars and stuff. So it's just, I'm floating layers. I'm starting to um, get into the whole red, white, and blue and the stars now, which um, I should have some custom gear going. I don't think it'll be in time for PGWA slash NWF. I don't think it'll be in time for Beckley, but maybe by the time there's another big event that I'm booked on, it should be ready. And uh, we're going to do the red, white, and blue and the stars and just the big glasses. I don't know if anybody saw them, but they're, they look like vipers in the yeah. red, white, and blue. Oh, that'll be uh, interesting to see. I took that from Josh Williams. He's another guy from my area who does the redneck gimmick, much like other people in my area, but that's different. Yeah. Um. So, like, over time, I slowly, I had myself, I lost myself, and then I found myself again. That's yeah. the circle. It's a process. Yeah. It's a process. You think you have everything figured out until something else entertains you. You go, you go figure that out to figure out that it's not meant for you and you end up right back where you started. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't make any sense, but everybody in wrestling doesn't have the same path. 
No, and and kind of just like acting, you know, roles change, you're being fluid with it. It's all, especially in kind of the early stages of the developmental stages of your career, like you're going to experiment. I don't think anybody kind of goes in with an exact image of what they want. And sometimes even what you want, like you said, maybe not get over, but you know, you tried, you go, sometimes you have to go back to the drawing board and here we are now. You did recently elevate your nickname from the Appalachian Dream to the Appala- Appalachian Queen. So can you tell me more? Why was now the time for you kind of level up to Queen now? Well, I just, I had just had a birthday in February. Yes. And the dream was sounding, I always thought like there has to be some sort of elevation to this name. Because when you think of dream, you think of, I always, well, to me, when I think of dream, I think of myself as a child dreaming of everything I want to be. I'm okay. I'm a girl from Appalachia that dreams, but I'm already living my dream. So yeah. now that I'm living my dream, I'm the queen because I'm owning everything I do. And I'm from Appalachia. And I look damn good doing it, by God. So I was like, you know, I'm going to make myself a queen because I deserve that title. I'm not dreaming anymore. I am the queen. Yeah, and I, I feel like that kind of encompasses like, not reach the final step, but you finally kind of honed in on what you want. So kind of that final step, like you said, taking that step up, but obviously you've now found, found your character. You found your nickname. I'm curious, you changed your name as well from Judy Hendrix to Judy Ray. Now Ray could be a middle name. I don't know. Uh, Does Ray hold any significance to you or how did you settle upon that last name? So Ray was actually my papal's middle name, and mm. Judy was my my uh, birth mom's name. So I originally I was Judy Ray Hendricks, and I looked up Hendricks online of like cool ass names. Hendricks is one of them that popped up. I was like, yeah, I like this. Um, so and then I took Ray out and made myself Judy Hendricks, and then Judy Hendricks was just you know when I became the Appalachian Dream. That didn't really sound too country. You you have uh. Judy Hendrix, that makes you think of, like, rock and roll kind of country. Yeah, because Jimi Hendrix, yeah. Yeah. So when when you hear Judy Ray, that makes you think, like, man, this girl's got, like, ribbons in her hair and pigtails and um, farmer's daughter type thing. I don't know. I feel like Ray just sounds so country. It does. And And I'm, like, the ultimate country girl. So I felt like the Judy Ray, Doug Basham helped me, like, put that name back together. I was like, I used to be Judy Ray. He's like, that's it. That's your name. That's over. I, I feel like, I it, like it, right. it works. And for me, like, just both Judy and Ray together just seem country to me. Does that make sense? So I feel like it definitely fits you. Yes. I um I When I started wrestling, I originally thought, like, I was going to have, like, a, like, a, such a southern name like such a double southern name yeah i did not envision myself as a judy ray but here i am (laughs) here you are now judy ray and you as a person strike me as someone who is relatively fearless i would say would you agree with that statement um judy ray the character i would say is fearless tough redneck backwoods like just doesn't give a crap go throw down anytime Judy Ray, the person, is what Judy Ray, the character, wants to be, but isn't. Okay. 
Okay. But so like when it comes to hunting and fishing and stuff, I don't care to get down and dirty, but like yeah. there's some situations in my real life that I wish I could step up be step up and be Judy Ray the character and come in and haul ass and say what I want to say. Yeah, I I'm curious though, you know, uh we were talking last time about you're you know, you're not really afraid of many animals and stuff like that. Um but what has been the most daring or maybe adventurous thing that you've done in general as Judy Ray the person? Um hmm. most daring thing I've done as a person. Um I would say getting down in a bunch of murky water and swimming with a bunch of the um, snapping turtles that are above water because they come up for air and then they yeah. go back down to the water. I would say the most daring thing I've done is gotten a creek full of murky water and you can't see if there's water snakes or snapping turtles in it. And I went in, I went hand fishing. I went hand fishing. I caught a snapping turtle sideways and it almost reached around and like bit my arm. But that's like yeah. gotta be the most crazy thing I've ever done. Have but you have you I'm, gotten bit by one before actually? No, well, it's reached out to bite me, but I pulled oh, my no. hand away in time. Okay. Yeah. That's good. No, but I have got like, I have like touched, like held a, I've never caught a catfish, but that's the goal one day. Um, so I had held a catfish once and like the, the whiskers got me and, um, like cut me on like the side of my hand. These animals out here are ruthless, but I'm not afraid of them. Yeah, no, I, I believe that because mm -hmm. I, I know we were talking last time you, I think you still have your pet tortoise is what it is. And we were, yeah, you, know, you, were, you, still living. you were mentioned, you we were mentioning gators and stuff like that. And obviously hunting and all that. So kind of a, a final question, you know, your goal was to, in real life is to hunt a catfish. When it comes to other personal and professional goals, what are you hoping to accomplish in the near future? Um, in the near future, I'm looking to get into some extra work with some major companies, sign a contract, um, become financially stable and give back to my mom everything she sacrificed for me, like get a nice house on the lake and stuff. That's like the long future, but like I'm ultimately looking to what everybody says is to make it, you know, secure my spot, secure secure myself in life and sign the contract that's my goal sign the contract yeah you know we dream big everybody has a different interpretation of making it but you know you're I feel like you're steadily working your way up you have found your character so I feel like you can really only go up from here you know yes in in the meantime, kind of on this journey, you know, you've been you've been working your way across the states. Is there any performers right now, signed or not, that you've been really wanting to work with? I want to work with Natalia, hands down. Oh yeah, Natty is such a good like wrestler, wrestlers wrestler. I'm like, dang god, I like the I like the chain wrestle on the ground and holds the variation. I love that kind of wrestling. I want I want to wrestle Natty, well, and uh, Becky Lynch too because she's a fantastic storyteller. Yeah, I know uh, Natalia kind of has the dungeon has her own little dungeon going on in in Florida where a lot of the wrestlers kind of train. So maybe I thought that was in Canada. So she, ha it's called, we call it the Dungeon 2.0. There is the actual dungeon in Canada, but she also has one. I think it's near, it's at her house or near her house. That's called the Dungeon 2.0 where her and TJ, I know Liv Morgan's worked there. A couple of the other indie stars have worked there. So, I mean, 
She's got her own little dungeon 2.0 going on. So maybe if you well, make I'm gonna it have to Florida. stop by. Mm-hmm. Just I'm pull have up. To stop by. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But Judy, before we let you go, can you please tell the listeners where they can find you on your social medias? You can find me on all social media, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, at Rassler Judy Ray. Well, Judy, the Rassler, the Appalachian Queen. You still have that dream going on, but, you know, you've elevated to the Appalachian queen. Judy, thank you so much for joining me here today. Thank you very much for having me.